sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Sean Sides. And that's Tom Sides. Sean, how the heck are you? I feel like I haven't spoken to you in years, buddy. <laughs> it's weird when we have like two weeks apart. It's just too much. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good, sir. I had a good vacation. I feel refreshed and ready to go slave away at work again on Monday. <laughs> nice. Oh, you had the rest of the week off too? Yes, sir. Oh, that sounds so nice. When I plan my holidays, I always try to give myself a couple days on the back end to just chill at home to unwind. Yeah. No, that's actually a genius idea. There's nothing worse than like coming back from a vacation just to like, I have to go back to work immediately. So tell me about yeah, the cottage. Like, tough. how was it? What happened? It was really good, man. Like, so this roughly around the start of the vacation was Crystal's birthday, I think on the Wednesday. So we were kind of like leading up to Crystal's birthday. Happy birthday, baby. Shout out to you. Oh, my God. June's finally over, which is nice because there's so many fucking birthdays, like I've told you. But mm. we went out to like a nice dinner with her family for her birthday at the Eco Cafe in Pigeon Lake. Damn good food. Damn good. Mm. Really like small, small little place, but really nice people. And that like being able to go out for dinner again. That's pretty cool. It's a nice feeling. Eh? I was out. I was out at a bar last night just having a, a beer with my buddy. It was literally a packed house. And like it was like everything was normal again, except for like when you have to go to the bathroom, you have to wear a mask, which is weird, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's strange. But <laughs> just the feeling of normalcy again, of just like literally a packed house. Like I had to like kill someone for parking and just it was just a cool feeling to have again. Yeah, that's wicked. We uh, I think it was Friday night last week. We had a party for Crystal, like in a whole bunch of the people who own cabins around there. The family's gotten to know them after the last many years of being out there. And so we had, I think, maybe 25 people outside partying. And I like just sat back at one moment. I realized I was drunk. I'd been making fruity drinks all day with tequila. And then we ran out of tequila. So I was using odd kinds of rum. And then I let Uncle John take over making the drinks. And it got hairy from there. But, John, uh, yeah, it was Uncle pretty John's good time. A maniac. <laughs> Every time you say, I might have sent you some drunk videos there. Hey, yeah, he's a he's a maniac. I I love it. He, he, like to taught me about this whole chip thing. You send me videos <laughs> of Uncle John dousing a nacho in sriracha. Just be like, I fuck. I love hot sauce. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ, man, tone it down. <laughs> what an ulcer! Take- they get ulcers. <laughs> I took the bottle away because like it wasn't even like to do with you at first. He was just they're, like they're samosa chips. I don't know if you're, you're familiar with the samosa, yeah, but yeah. this is just the dough for the samosa deep fried and their chips. Damn tasty. A local company in Alberta makes them. Yeah. And so he was eating them and I was like, John, you know, it's so good. Just a little drop of sriracha on these bad boys. And so I gave him one with a drug. He's like, let me see that thing. And he starts just fucking palleting the thing like a maniac. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's like, no, it's good. And he eats it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to I have to film this and does send this it to Thomas. Have like an iron stomach. He does. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like. He's a he's a madman. He's a fucking maniac as far as I'm concerned. I bet you he butt chugs his butt chugs hot sauce on his downtime. Just throws up <laughs> the, the town. 
we were drunk and he was like sean you know what we should do and i was like what john what should we do and he's like we should take the chips that we still have open them up the hottest chip that you're going to eat open them up we should douse them in sriracha put a habanero pepper on top and then cover it with more sriracha and eat it just to egg thomas on and i was like john you've listened to the podcast i'm not fucking doing that i've done my tour of duty on the hot but he was like oh come on let's do it right now let's send it to him and i was like are you are you fucking like psycho i'm not doing that <laughs> not only has he heard the podcast he was there when you did the chip and saw the result of what happened to you yeah 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 but yeah, he was like you know sounds we gotta- like exactly what i want to do <laughs> like I, I know you probably have more stories about the weekend but like now that we're on this subject of uncle john egging me on about this whole chip thing we're fucking close buddy as of this recording yeah. we have 11 more to go to our uh 150 goal um and if we hit that or go above uh, on july 31st um i'm gonna go live on instagram live film it all see we'll have me eat the chip and just like everyone watch me react to it um, my goal is to outlast you and Kieran before I have a beverage. <laughs> um, but I may try to like you said, like what four minutes until and until Uncle John like yeah, drink? it was something like that. I'll do an exact timestamp and I'll give you the timestamp before we get down to business because I feel like at this point it's happening. You yeah. have the chip in hand. Oh yeah. By the We're way, ready to go. It being boxed in a coffin, not intimidating at all. Uh, no, no, no. I it was a nice touch. I thought. Yeah, uh, I, I I laid down the gauntlet on our Instagram page at Two Sides of the Story Pod on Instagram, um, but uh, like now, like people that like kind of know us, like really want to see me fucking do this, and I'm I'm keen, <laughs> I'm down. I'm actually excited, and I'm actually down yeah. to like do it, and then like record a podcast the following day about how much in pain I am. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be fun yeah so see like so, when i f- sorry no please go ahead i was just gonna say like back to the coffin thing when i first like saw the chip in the coffin i didn't i was like okay you know because you're let down by a lot of spicy food when you go to places and you order their version of the spicy burger or their version of the spicy this or that most times you're left disappointed this yes. will not disappoint you yeah, I, I've done that before. I remember once I went to like this like Mexican restaurant or something like that, and I go to the waitress like it says spicy. Like how spicy is it? She's like, "Well, I can't eat it." And I'm like, "Okay, well, what does that mean? Like, yeah, are you a spicy enthusiast, and that's too hot for you, or do you like have a pepper flake and you went, "Ooh, what was that?" Like, <laughs> like, 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 where do you land on it? She goes like, "I, I can't eat it." I'm like, "So you're just gonna repeat your answer? Perfect." So I ordered that and it was fucking child's play. But like, like sometimes like I'm I'm in the mood for like spicy stuff. But I know that this is gonna like throw me through a loop. Like I told you what happened when I did the really spicy wings. wings. Yeah. And but like I'm sure this is gonna be worth it. It's gonna be great, and it's like been fun watching the Instagram grow because of your the gauntlet that you're holding right now that you're gonna answer to the world. You know, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, and then like we'll, like I'll have it filmed. We'll like we're obviously gonna do it live on Instagram, and then, but then like we'll have that footage for a while. So there's stuff that we can hold on to, and then like maybe I'll give it like a week or two before I'll post it out uh, for like the rest of the world to see. 
but yeah this it's is gonna be good yeah it's, it's gonna be a fucking time um yeah well let's get back to your cabin weekend so like what else do you get up to so aside from uncle john being a maniac like what else happened well the first like week it was plus 36 the entire week it cooled off maybe like 10 degrees overnight it was still like 26 so it was fucking hot the only thing we could do is stay in the lake yeah and like um crystal's father he's got like a boat launch out there so there's shade that you can kind of hide in which me being a very fair-skinned white guy i must hide from the sun i can't do it in long periods i went through three costco bottles of suntan lotion in two weeks because i don't want to die it's just the spray stuff they're not huge bottles okay here i'm thinking like industrial size like no yeah they're just it's a three pack that's kind of where the costco edge comes in on that one but yeah it's just a dangerous game to play like last i think it was two years ago i didn't fucking sunscreen at all i just thought i was a cool tough guy i was like out for three days and i'm sure you've experienced burns in your life like that but jesus yeah i nothing that ever took uh took me out of commission but really you're lucky then well you know i i'm i'm an elite individual (laughs) yeah so anyways we spent a lot of the time out in the water had a few drinks had some good food you know talked to the neighbors a bit here and there we got uh pluto out on a wakeboard awesome yeah and we found out he can swim because he was like oh i'm on a board i'm gonna jump off and oh, there's cold water and then he was like oh my god i'm drowning oh my god i'm drowning <laughs> naturally instincts took over and his gigantic paws started swinging and he was like oh shit i can swim i can and yeah. so that was a pretty exciting moment for us just to like have him out in the water because cookie our other dog she's living in constant fucking terror when we're at the lake because of the fireworks oh yeah she's like Oh, it's hard. Like we have medication for her, we give her, but even with that, she's just terrified. Until we go to bed at night, and she can jump in bed and lie between us, she's like, okay. then she's safe. She's like, okay, I can handle this now. But hmm. it's a challenge. Well, yeah, like I can only imagine. Like for dogs, they don't know what it is. They're just hearing loud noises, and they're like, "What the yeah. fuck is happening? <laughs> what is this? Are we dying? Are you dying? What's happening? Am I dying? What's happening?" I, I can only imagine like like and you see it too like for cookie it, it kind of started with cookie with balloons like we have a lot of parties pr- prior to COVID, obviously and uh popping of balloons is what originally set her off she would go into the bathroom and was like i am not coming out of the bathroom anymore this is where i live now <laughs> until all the balloons were gone and it had been like 12 hours since she'd seen a balloon one of the funniest things in the world to me is when a grown man just jumps at the sound of a balloon. I think it's really funny. Uh, when I lived, yeah, in- that's pretty damn awesome. When I lived in a Labrador, there was a guy that lived with us, and uh, he wasn't like jumpy by nature, but you, if you popped a balloon, he would just jump every single time. And I, I get that this is on the scale of bullying, but it was just so funny. Just to like, I would have a <laughs> balloon in front of me and pop it just to see him do it. Like there was no surprise in it. But every single time he would jump. And I just think it's so funny <laughs> when a grown ass man is just oh, oh, for like a minor little thing. <laughs> that motherfucker's got great survival instincts. Yeah. Uh, he hears a bang. He's like, I got to I got to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some woman's going to marry him one day going, this man's going to keep me safe. And he's going to hear one loud noise and just a human sized shape's going to be through the goddamn <laughs> wall. 
<laughs> it's it's funny with like fears and phobias that was another thing i was going to bring up to you at the lake like it was like no one has stayed in this cabin for probably at least 10 years i'm guessing and so the outside the that backyard the was taken over yeah exactly um <laughs> <laughs> so it was taken over by fucking spiders like you wouldn't believe really like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds it's all different breeds, fat bodies, yellow spiders that have like spiny legs, big ass wolf sp- looking spiders with the fat bodies, like millions with seem like millions of dandy long legs and tiny little red spiders, tiny little black spiders, fast black spiders, fast brown spiders. It was fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't imagine like you have to bring in an exterminator. Or you just handle that yourself. Well, day one, I was like, Spidey. And like hit myself, you know, but by the end of the vacation, I was like a mad spider killing machine. It doesn't phase me. I just squish it with my thumb and lick the guts off afterwards. Yeah. Did you like, did you have like a fear of spiders before this? I wouldn't, I've never been afraid of spiders. No, not to like what I've, the extent I've seen people be afraid of spiders. Like when they see it, they scream and run. I'm not one of those guys. I'm like, uh, okay, bud, it's me or you. One of us has to die here. And so, so far I've been successful. One of the funniest tropes I've ever seen in cartoons is whenever you see an elephant that's afraid of a mouse, then all of a sudden they get like a very flamboyant voice and they're like, oh, a mouse. And it's just like a giant elephant and they like, Oh dear me! Like it's just like what the hell is happening here? Like, I, like I, I think it's one of the funniest jokes in cartoons that they like the cartoons I grew up <laughs> with. Just seeing that, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you had a solid weekend. You're by a lake, some good food. Uh, Crystal was happy the whole time. You get good pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, we got some good pictures, some great sunsets. Just being outside, you know what I mean? Like. Mm my nose is red i can't i don't know if you can tell yeah that's like how i tan i get a little red yeah no that's exactly that's i can see it i can tell so one thing like i think about when i'm at the lake and it's like a thought that often occurs to me i love water i love being around water like being in water being in a boat on water looking out your window and seeing water makes me think that i want to retire by water someday however I like being able to go across the street and get a Slurpee and some nachos at two in the morning. So it's like a toss up beauty and nature to super convenience. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that we taught me and Crystal talk about and joke about how, where we want to end up someday. And it's, yeah. I like the city. I go back and forth on that too. Actually, I'm a big, like exactly what you just said is like, I'm a big, like love being near water and stuff. So where I live in Montreal, like there's the big black St. Louis, um, so what I would do uh, on occasion, if like, there are times where like, I'll wake up early on a Sunday for no fucking reason at all. So what I'll do is, um, I'll go to Timmy's, grab a coffee and then just drive the lake shore and I'll take like an hour and just, I just drive by the water, look at all the beautiful houses, just really take it in. It's one of my all time favorite things to do. It's just just as like a person, like it soothes me. I got music in the background or something going on. And then I just look at the f- beautiful things I can never afford. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. When you see those beautiful big cabins, you're just like, I want you someday, but I'm probably not ever going to have you. But I'd like to visit you at least. Maybe we'll Airbnb. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, 
Is your cabin like winter? Uh, like, oh, you can go enjoy it in the winter. Well, yeah, like um, they usually rented a different cabin that was like five doors down from the cabin we're currently at. So this cabin's a new cabin, but it it's winterized. Like people used to live in it year round, an old yeah. couple basically. Okay. And so it is doable for winter time as well. Like uh, Crystal's dad likes to ice fish and all that kind of stuff. Like he's got all the gear for snowmobiling and ice fishing. And mm-hmm. so he's big into that kind of stuff. And there's something nice about going to the lake when they're, it's dead and it's the middle of winter and you just have like your fire to keep you warm. And there's still like power and all that kind of stuff too. But That's awesome. I like having a fire when it's cold. We spent a few Christmases out there and it was a really nice time. No, that sounds beautiful, Bunny. That sounds really beautiful. And uh, did you guys end up doing uh, what you wanted to do, like revisit the uh, fabled story of the uh, of the pro- uh, proposal? Maybe take some pictures where Crystal's actually happy. Sorry, what? Like, what did I say? That was a plan at some point. Yes, you did. Uh, even on a yeah, no, podcast. that was that'd be if we went to Canmore. Okay. Yeah, because I proposed to her in Canmore. Mamio is just like our summer vacation destination. Right on. That's awesome. Uh, so we probably put this off long enough. I got to talk about this. Montreal Canadians couldn't get the job <laughs> done. I wasn't uh, going to bring it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, what a series. What like For a team that had no business being there, um, I'm just proud of the team. Like, they got shit-kicked two out of four games. Just shit-kicked. But I, I got to tell you, like, the Tampa Bay Lightning yeah. are a really good team. I've never seen a team have such perfect positioning. It didn't matter where the puck went. There was a Tampa Bay player ready to make a play. They intercepted so many passes by the Montreal Canadiens. They just or all around just on top of them. And, like, I never had, like, I never had any quit on the team. But, fuck, they were just – Unreal team. Now there's this whole caveat of the loophole that the Tampa Bay Lightning had where they were $18 million <laughs> over the cap. Yeah. But like, again, like, I don't know. I, I, may, I may, am I a guy that's complaining because we didn't do it and it's cheating now, but I don't know. Like, fuck, good for them. Congratulations. You won the Stanley Cup. You're back to back. You know, I'm, I'm still a proud fan of the Montreal Canadiens. I still hate the Montreal Canadiens fans. Um, <laughs> they're the fucking worst, man. They're the fucking worst. Like, they were treating every game yeah. like we won the Stanley Cup already. They flipped cop cars. Like, tighten it the fuck It was up. pretty unnecessary. I I get it. Like, I'm, I'm having fun, too. I love this shit, but calm it down. Like, yeah. There's know. so much better ways to direct your energy than to cause chaos with it. You know what I mean? Like do something. If you feel like celebrating, do something positive. I, I don't have the right answer as to what I'm trying to say right now, but yeah. there's gotta be a better way of like making your city proud than destroying shit when your team wins or loses, you know? Yeah, what and, I mean? then, and then like the flip-flopping of just like, yeah, the Montreal Canadiens suck. And I go like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're the Stanley Cup <laughs> final. Like, yeah, no, you're fucking wrong here. Like, you're just in, correct and uh no all those interviews were like i saw like kucherov just tore montreal canadians fans to pieces and rightfully fucking so and like i 
Like it's so hard to be upset with him when I agree with every word he's saying. Like Jesus Christ, our city's <laughs> a goddamn joke with our fans here. Um, One thing I'll say, like Kucherov, to being from Tampa, like he's never played for a Canadian team. He doesn't know how passionate Canadian fans are. Like I, I'm assuming, like this partially what he was commenting on, but like the way that. Canadian fans react sometimes can be a lot more um, emphatic than what it is down in the I, States in certain I, arenas. Right. I, I agree. I mean, I remember like in the, the Sochi Olympics watching hockey at like four or five in the morning, because that's when it was fucking on. Like I, I like, the, yeah. like, like bars made caveats because it was the Olympics and that everyone just went, yeah, everyone cool to break these rules. Yeah. Everyone's good. All right. So we kind of just all broke laws together and we sat down at bars at like 5 a.m., started drinking and then just having a fucking time. Were you in Edmonton at that point? No, that was just before. Okay. I think that was the 2014 Olympics. So maybe I got. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Have I told you that story? No, please. No. Engage. Yeah. Okay. So I was like kind of sleeping a buddy's buddies wanted me to go for the 5 a.m bar openings like serving alcohol time and i was like man like it's really fucking early i don't think i want to do that like oh come on come on come on so i stayed up all night didn't sleep decided it would be a good idea having not eaten since like six o'clock the night before that i'd be fine i'll go have a couple beers i'll watch the game you know have a nice brew haha watch canada hopefully win the gold so i get to the bar it's five minutes to, I'm like, you know, I'm going to go for a smoke. I'll come back in. We'll order our drinks. It's going to take a while to get drinks, obviously, because the fucking bar is packed at 5 a.m. Because every Canadian has to go to the bar when Canada's playing hockey, clearly, like you said. Yeah. And so I come back in for my smoke and there's a pint and a shot of tequila where I was sitting. And I'm like, well, somebody else is clearly taking my spot. Like, this is mine. And the guys like, that were at the table we're like, no, 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 it's for you. It's for you. It's for you. Such and such, a friend of a friend of mine, just won a huge case against his ex-wife, and he's buying drinks for everyone today. You will not be buying any drinks for yourself today. So finish that pint and finish that shot, because there's already another round on the way. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's 5.01 in the morning. I'm like, okay, fuck it. What are you going to do? So I pounded the pint, pounded the shot. It never stopped. Yeah. It just kept coming and coming and coming. We sang Oh Canada when we won the gold, like multiple times. It was a great, beautiful memory. And then yeah. I'm just told the rest of it from this point on, because I don't remember it, but I thought that we got picked up from the bar because it was 11 in the morning. And, you know, you normally 11 in the morning, you should be of yourself still, but I wasn't, I was fucked. Mm -hmm. So she picked us up, drove me down to my downtown apartment. As I was getting out of her car, I opened the door and projectile vomited all over the sidewalk. That's how I remember it. The way that I was told it actually happened, I never got the door open. And so I vomited all over the inside of their car, like, because it hit the wall and then went every other direction. Sorry for the listeners, this is a bit graphic, but that's what happened and then i somehow managed to like stumble my way into my building with puke on me and the smell of horrible alcohol at 11 in the morning go down the long hallway that led to my apartment open the door i collapsed on the floor 
woke up four hours later, crawled to the bathtub where I spent like the next eight hours periodically throwing up. That's how I celebrated that gold medal. What what a fucking life you live. You're a real class act, eh? (laughs) Did it not occur to you to like order food when you were there? They did at some point, but it was like seven or eight rounds deep and it was just nachos. They were damn good nachos as I remember, but I gotta tell you, man, barroom nachos, I'm not a fucking fan. I refuse to order nachos at a bar, and I'm 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 taking a fucking stance on this. So there's a proper way to make nachos. You gotta layer the cheese. Everyone knows this. I have yet to find a bar. I found one bar that does this. I found one. And it is in Vancouver, and I don't think I'll be visiting it anytime soon. But anyway, <laughs> you gotta layer the cheese so it's a fun fucking snack for everybody. Or Everyone yeah. just eats the top part, and then the whole fucking thing's ruined. No one just wants chips. Then they give you a little plastic little sample of salsa. The ratio to nacho to salsa is so underwhelmingly stupid. Like, it doesn't make a lick of sense. And then you get sour cream. And then, God forbid, you go, hey, I've had five nachos. Can I get a little bit more salsa here? Like, yeah, that's no problem. It's going to cost extra. What kind of fucking scam is this? Is salsa just like a hot commodity? Like, what is going on here? Like, I, 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 this is like, I know this is like a really, <laughs> really weird stance to be passionate about, but fucking A, like, not barroom nachos. Like, can we just get on the same page and start doing it right? Like, across the board, please and thank you. I'm not surprised, like, to hear another person passionate about this. I'm not as passionate. Like, I personally don't usually order the nachos because they are, like you said, disappointing. I've had good. I've had bad. It's not a hard thing to make a good nacho. Sometimes I wonder if the people in the kitchen at every single bar and restaurant have just never eaten nachos before. They don't know what it's like to eat nachos. Nor have they not only not eaten nachos, they've never shared nachos with other human beings because they don't know how it works. No, and like I have friends, like who wants to share nachos? I go, I refuse to have fucking nachos. Like this is like, (laughs) no, no. Order yourself nachos. Go ahead. I will do my own thing. Thank you. I, I, (laughs) I just can't. Like I have been so disappointed of like this is one of the coolest snacks in the history of snackdom, and here we are constantly being disappointed and if you're one of these people that like love the the barroom nacho then aren't you a little bit upset that you you like the salsa ratio is like askew and all this stuff like i don't know man like it as far as barroom snacks go it is a disappointment honestly most barroom nachos as well somehow they manage to get soggy not like they do at home too when you make it at home and you fucking layer it the bottom layer still has some crunch in it but yeah. you go to the restaurant with one fucking layer and it's somehow the chips are like they, they dip them in water and then cheese them. I don't fucking know. Also, you get like some like dollar store quality tortilla chip. Like, yeah, like it's just a thing that you're better off having at home. There's certain things I don't order at restaurants because I can make it better at home. So why pay someone else money to disappoint me? This is where I'm at. Yeah. I want to talk more about the Montreal Canadian Stanley Cup final week. We're all <laughs> over the place today and I'm, I'm cool with it. Um, well, yeah, like I just to be alive for like a cup run, like I kind of want to get like a brand new Habs jersey with the, the patch on it. I might be something I, yeah. I'll invest in this summer. But nice. I got to say, like, congratulations to the Montreal Canadiens for just, you know what? You did our city proud. Like, um, you know, you, you hold your heads up high there, boys, because you were the complete underdog and you overcame everyone's expectations of you. Um, 
fucking love this team. I, I couldn't I couldn't be happier. Being so, like an underdog team, and I feel like a lot of the Montreal Canadiens are probably going to be sticking around, like a lot of the younger guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the experience gained by going up against Tampa, beating out Vegas, like all the teams that they took out and then leading up to Tampa. Yeah, they didn't fare the greatest against Tampa. However, they know what it takes now to win a cup. They know what it looks like across. Yeah from them you know what i mean and i think the experience you gain in that kind of a run it can't be compared to anything else yeah uh and there's a whole bunch of caveats of just uh like a lot of people going well if the season was structured normally the canadians wouldn't have even made it to the stanley cup well fuck off they weren't structured that way and we made it and we made it to the fucking final shut the fuck up enjoy a hockey game and be quiet like it was just my big fucking thing with this whole thing. It, it's just been unbelievable uh, for the fans and the city has been crazy. I gotta say, I'm just happy. You know, we got this run, but congratulations to the Tampa Bay lightning. Again, you, you guys did it. You were the, you were the better team. You really were. You yeah. were an unstoppable hockey team. Um, fuck you guys. There's a lot of talent there. And like, I know a bunch of moves are going to be happening this year with the Seattle coming into the NHL and, a lot of contracts are going to be up, but good for Tampa Bay. And what a great sports city for Tampa Bay's becoming. Because, yeah. like, 2020, the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Rays won the World Series. Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl this year. And back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. Like, Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it's a big fucking deal. So, you know, yeah. good for them. No, I definitely agree. It's a good, uh, a good run. Yeah. Definitely good run. Um, so we got a couple episodes of Loki to catch up on. Did you I suppose them? we do, sir. Yeah. Did you catch them both? No, I haven't watched them. Cool. Well, I I'm just, did. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I, I watched them both. Yeah. I'm all caught up. I'm all yeah. caught up. I so, kind of just almost burst your bubble there. You're like, well then. Uh... <laughs> well, I did, and I'm going to talk about it anyway. So for Sean and the rest of the audience, spoiler alert, we're talking about fucking Loki now. <laughs> um, first and foremost, uh, I want to talk about episode four first, obviously, but can I just yeah. say I called it with the timekeepers? Them, yeah, you kind of did. Yeah, they weren't real. They like I know well, there's plenty more to talk about uh, in all of this, but they, I knew they weren't fucking real. I knew there's something else behind it. I mean... You, you had to think that going in. But then, like, when you saw them, didn't they look like Dr. Seuss characters to you? A little bit. A little bit. A lot of it. Yeah, like, there was one that looked exactly like the Lorax. <laughs> like, it was, it was just crazy. Yeah, it was a little bit, like, I don't know, over, like, over-the-top cartoony in that sense. Yeah, which I'm all for. I mean, this is, like, we're, we're, we're talking with, like, Norse gods here and then uh, an elite police-like thing that only polices a timeline so yeah let's have a little fun with it i'm on board like i i I can suspend my disbelief for all of this i'm super down definitely have a lot of go in the marvel universe that are wacky (laughs) oh yeah and i'm cool with that um also cool in episode four we saw the return of lady sif who's coming back into we'll see her again in thor uh love and thunder but seeing her come back for that one like jail cell scene where the she they're just repeating that like horrible time for Loki 
which is cool about this is like this is a real story from Norris mythology. It's been in the comic books a whole bunch, but like um, I, I I'm kind of big on Norris mythology. Like I've bought in a few books, I've read a little bit on it, and like this is a yeah. big tale. Like like it's told where Loki, as a joke, one day goes to Lady Sif and like fucks with her hair one day and just thought it would be funny. Like, and then. So it's cool that they put that in. So you get some like legit Norris mythology in that. And then it kind of humanizes like Loki a little bit going like, yeah, no, I'm a narcissist and I'm afraid of being alone. And you like, you kind of see him kind of humanize throughout this series, which I'm excited to see. Cause I'm hoping for more Loki after this. Like I, I'm, I'm so on board. Like I, I don't know how you bring him back to the movies or what he's going to do. Yeah. But yeah, I'm 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 loving this character development. It's gonna be interesting to see like what the big plan is, obviously. Like I love the Loki series so far, all the little fine-tuned details in it, all the like things that we're starting to see, like at the end of episode four, mm-hmm. we see more variants in yeah. the after credit scene, and it's like, what the hell? You know, and like Owen Wilson, I was a little devastated by episode four because I was oh. like I my heart, my heart fucking dropped like I was just like you're killing off Owen Wilson he never got to ride yeah. a jet ski he never got to ride <laughs> a jet ski like don't do that to me um yeah I, I, I was yeah pretty dumbfounded about that um I'm not sure if you saw this but um when they were looking um on the timeline to find uh Sylvie and Loki when they were at that other uh end of the world universe there yeah. Um, there was a reference to Alberta, Canada. I was one of the places where the end of the world happens because that's where they were checking. I and didn't notice. I think it was only in there because I think they're slowly but surely teasing the return of the X-Men. And as you know, Wolverine's from Alberta. Yes, he is. Edmonton. Yeah. So that's a cool thing. Um, what do you think of this whole like Sylvie and Loki potential romance? Like, is it it's really masturbatory? Bit- I think that it's like <laughs> I don't know how to just Loki loves himself you know what I mean so for him to love himself but the female version of himself and the female version of himself to love himself it makes sense for the character in a lot of ways it's a fucking weird twist and it's like there's a certain amount of weirdness like if they make babies are they gonna be like messed up babies because they're kind of like not, they're not brother and sister they themselves yeah so it's is it really incestual or because it is or or because they're from different timelines are they in fact different people you know what i mean yeah it yeah it's like i'm kind of i've never seen i've never felt this way about a relationship on screen before where i i'm rooting for it to happen but also like i feel weird about it yeah for sure i mean though how many i don't know this probably happens to you all the time it happens to me all the time you look in the mirror and you're like, I would so fuck you. Like talking to yourself, obviously. So it makes sense that if you met the female version of yourself, you might want to fuck yourself. But it's still weird to me. And I, I don't know, like, I, why go there sometimes? Like, hey, let's fucking be weird. Let's make a universe episode where we have male Loki meet female. Oh, oh let's make them bang or want to bang. Maybe we won't let them bang, but we'll make them want to bang. And you're like, why? Why go there? Why? <laughs> on this subject, though, like, 
I, I think I would cl- quickly find out how much I cannot stand myself. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> one of those things I will find out where just like, well, like it's like that episode of Seinfeld where like he Jerry Seinfeld starts uh, dating Janine Garofalo, and he's like, I found yeah. the one. I literally found myself, and it turns out I hate myself. That's what it turned out to be. And it turns out I did not like myself at all. That's funny. Yeah. Um, this whole Ravina, like, still wanting to do her job, um, but she's, like, killing off that one uh, Minuteman that was taken by Sylvie the, earlier in the series. She's up to something. Now, I know a little bit about her for comic history. So we got this big bad coming up in, um, in the new Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. And that's Kang the Conqueror. And so uh, Ravina is a character that will, that has associations with Kang. So I'm, yeah, worried. I read up on that as well. Yeah. So I'm thinking like maybe she has something to do with Kang a little bit. Maybe he's the one pulling her strings a little bit. Or maybe she's trying to get in good with him. I don't know what something's up. Something's I up. I like there. the nerd boys all over the internet that are like, Kang, it's Kang, like the exact same guys. They were like, "It's Mephisto, it's yeah. Mephisto." I, I'm still waiting so. for Mephisto to show up, man. Like that, that, like I fell for. Like I can't watch any more theories because I think the theories are awesome, and then I just want them to happen, and then we <laughs> don't, and then ruins everything. Yeah, pretty much. You're left going, but you could have, but you could have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing is, uh, like when Mobius starts talking about how they have taken in, uh, they have processed Kree, Titans, and vampires. So it's like the first kind of bad guy, like from Guardians of the Galaxy, were the Kree, and like we kind of like yeah. see them a few times. Titans, that's Thanos' people, so they've taken in his people before. And vampires, they're just getting us nice and well lubricated to get ready for the uh, new Blade movie that's coming, or maybe the Morbius uh, and then uh, movie that's coming out. And do you think uh, the vampire variant that they took in was in fact Morbius because he's part of the Sony universe. Could easily be. Could easily be. Could yeah, easily be. Like, yeah. are we gonna have to have like a con? Like, is there gonna be a plug? Is this leading to a plug where we're just gonna plug our brain in and we're gonna live in the holographic matrix world that is the Marvel universe because there's too much content to not just create a world that we can then live in and watch because there's like, like what the fuck are they going to do? Make like a 16 day movie where they're telling off all these characters. There's too many characters coming together and we're going to want pieces of all of them. Oh, like, I don't know. What and, to say. and we're eventually going to get all of them, but I think we're building up to different uh, groupings and movies. I think we're leading somewhere to like a, like a dark Avengers, or I think we're leading to like the Thunderbolts, or I think we're leading to like a young Avengers eventually. Like I think all these little things, all these little pieces um, are coming together for these bigger movies, but not necessarily one huge one just yet. I think we're getting a lot of teases for things that are coming. Kevin Feige yeah. is a fucking mastermind. And I like, they don't introduce characters by accident. That's for sure. And there's so many Thomas. Yeah. Like I can't fucking keep track of all of it. There's so many characters. Yeah. It's insane. How cool we're seeing all four of those Lokis. <laughs> so back to the wackiness of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Alligator Loki. I'm so down. But see, that was in like, I think that there's <laughs> some lore to this because there is an, uh, 
a comic book where we get Throg. Yeah. Like a, a, a frog that gets the power of Thor by when you he saw he up. was in this, right? Uh, I was hoping. And technically, if we if you want to skip ahead to episode five, technically we see him. Oh, do we? Yeah, yeah a, I that. It's a blink. I thought we were already on episode five when you were talking about the Kang lady connection there. I was like, no, no, no. Well, let's move on to episode five. <laughs> so, like, you know that scene where they the the four Lokis um, climb down in the tunnel and we see Mjolnir. Yeah. Well, in that little canister next to him, it's a frog that looks like Thor a little bit. Like blinking, yeah, I, caught, I caught that too. Yeah, he's just like, ah, frog, we got him. <laughs> But, uh, it's but, ridiculous uh, but it's also fun yeah and there's a lot of fun stuff like there's a whole bunch of like like i got a whole mess of notes about like like there's a bunch of different um like easter eggs that were in the background of that void that they're in so uh, one of which yeah, is, like in the fifth episode like the helicopter you're talking yeah so the 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 thanos copter that is a real thing from comic books where thanos uses it to steal this cosmic stuff. There is a Thanos copter in comic lore, and then we kind of see it on screen just because. Um, there was a giant yellow jacket helmet just hanging out on the ground. No reason. So the bad guy from the first uh, Ant-Man movie, yeah, he, his helmet was just a giant version on the ground. Um, when they first got there, I thought that that was, uh, like, I thought that their wasteland was New York had Loki won. Like had Loki uh, won the first Avengers battle, so like the Battle of New York, right? Yeah, because so, you you see like a taken down uh, Avengers Tower and all that stuff, and you see like destroy like it looks like a, dest- a destroyed New York City. Turns out it's just a lot of the things that like went awry in the timeline just go there, which is a lot fucking cooler. Like it, it was just like a whole mess of stuff, and then we to see these characters like classic Loki, young Loki boastful loki and alligator loki like i am just down for a time of this and i i really enjoyed that when all the lokis get together the one thing that keeps happening is they keep fucking betraying one another because that's what lokis fucking do (laughs) but you also see like our loki um watching all of this going aren't you fucking sick and tired of just doing this all the time yeah so so i'm i'm really liking the story i think there's been so fun that goes on um it, it's just like they're giving us so much like fan service that like the like we're seeing things i didn't know i wanted like i didn't know i wanted <laughs> to see throg or an alligator loki yeah. but now that now that it exists it's literally my favorite yeah i know what you mean and that's what's pleasing about it but also devastating is that there's only six episodes you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know how they're going to wrap this up in a bow. I, I it, And when, like, that whole episode, like, how badass was, like, classic Loki using all of his strength to summon a full Asgard? Yeah. And you realize we're probably more powerful than we think. And, like, because they're all, they're all Loki, right? So at yeah. some level, they've got to be something similar. Like, I am so down with where this show is going. Like, Marvel, take all my fucking money. <laughs> Like and also like apparently like Black Widow, uh, as of the recording, it comes out today. Uh, you already have my money. I'm seeing that. Like I'm, I'm going back and forth whether I go to a movie theater to see it because, on one hand, like 
seeing it on the big screen would be dope. On the other hand, if I pay for it on Disney Plus, I have it forever and I don't have to wait. So then I can just watch it again and again and then go nuts with my own little theories. So that makes sense. Yeah. It's a tough one with that kind of thing. I, yeah. I the movie experience is good. Yeah. If it was a bigger movie, then I could see going to see it in the theater for sure. But yeah. Do you have any so. do you have any theories on how Loki's gonna wrap up? Do you do you want to venture a guess? Like who do you think's in that yes. castle? Like what do you think's happening? I think that I don't know, I'm not gonna say for sure, but I think they're gonna leave us on a cliffhanger. I don't think that they're gonna wrap things up fully. I think that that's part of the Loki part of the chaos that is Loki is that they're going to, they're taking us into his world full in. And so they're going to leave us with a chaotic cliffhanger of some kind. I don't think they're going to wrap it. That's a fucking negative attitude. If I ever saw one, Sean negative. <laughs> um, I don't have any guesses to who's in that castle, but it gave me vibes of like Dr. Doom's castle. And I know that we're not going to get Dr. Doom, but man, could you imagine that Dr. Doom's just behind the TVA? Oh, amazing. But like, that'd be interesting. Oh, just, I think it's, it's got to be someone like uber powerful, right? Because it's a I lot think, to. I think there's like an, a Loki ultimate or something that we're going to have to deal with. Like, Loki's going to beat himself. That's a weird sentence. But um, yeah, but like, I think we're in for something like that. Like, like just this, how this show is gone and the mysteries that are happening and like i'm just on board they're doing it so well just so well they are like the actors the directing the like behind the scenes work you can just tell it's all so good like everyone is just on board for making this a show for everyone right yeah and apparently 90 percent of this is all like built sets which makes me happy that it's not a lot of green screen or or CGI and stuff. Like clearly, when we saw the uh, Eliath, like obviously you got to do. You can't yeah. can't be perfect, <laughs> but like you're building sets and stuff. Like I love that shit. I love like I still love like the Robert costumes and stuff from the '80s and all that. Like I'm still on board with like having movies done that way. But like this is fucking dope that they're doing it that way. For sure, I like that that idea behind fuck fuck CGI if you can. Yeah. If you need CGI use it well, but if you can do it without it do it without it marvel hasn't really let me down with cgi like uh, all these people complain no, it's been like, good it's been really good like even when they did like young tony stark in uh captain america civil war like that's been dope or the whole time they uh younged up uh samuel L. jackson for uh uh for captain marvel like yeah geez, just very good you're, you're doing it right like even when they did young michael uh michael douglas in uh, both Avengers Endgame and uh, the first Ant-Man. Like, they are nailing it. Like, I'm on board yeah. with, like, Marvel, keep doing your good work. I trust you. You guys got good people working for you. Plus, like, you're incorporated with Disney, who have, like, some of the best Imagineers on the planet. By all means, go nuts. They haven't... I've never sat down and watched a Marvel movie and went, really? That's what they're going to give us? Like, I've never been disappointed. Like, Marvel at their worst... Is still a great movie. Yeah, it's true. Civil War was like that, right? It was at Marvel at its worst, but it was still had some entertaining moments. That was that your like least favorite Marvel movie? It's up there. Uh, Iron Man three, I believe. What I didn't love. 
Uh, um, no, all the Spider-Mans are Sony. So the ones that were fucking terrible, they don't account to. Uh, yeah. Huh. I find that yours. Well, I I I think like Thor: Dark World was not their best. Um, but I really enjoyed Captain America: Civil War. Like I thought those fighting yeah. were unbelievable. Like the the one where they actually had like the two groups going at it. I thought that was dope. I also like all the little like hidden Easter eggs that they had in there. Like they use like like the Russos, you know, were producers on Arrested Development, and then they put uh like the Bluth family like stair truck that's from arrested development like it's in the background of that fight scene it's our introduction to spider-man i i love that series um like i love that movie sorry um yeah but like my arrested development that's a tv show right yeah yeah with jason bateman and will arnett um it's pretty dry i actually think you might enjoy it i think you'll enjoy the first three seasons of that um but yeah no it's a it's a very interesting like thing that they, they do. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could tell you what my worst, my, my least favorite Marvel movie is right now. I guess the front runner is did like, did you like the Hulk with uh, Edward Norton? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Edward Norton. Yeah. Yeah. I, it wasn't I, bad. It wasn't bad. Like, I don't know what people also expect out of these characters. Like I, like I just thought that's the, <laughs> also the thing, like, like a standalone Hulk movie, like I'm, I'm super down for it. And, I know we're not going to get another standalone Hulk movie. We're going to get like a She-Hulk series soon, which I'm fucking down for because I'm not sure if you saw the most recent Shang-Chi trailer, but Abomination, the bad guy from that Hulk movie is back and he's fighting Wong and I don't understand why. And I'm fucking down for it. And apparently Abomination is coming back uh, for the She-Hulk series. And I'm just, yes, please, please. And thank you. Just Marvel, you're doing fan service. I'm super into it. Is She-Hulk supposed to be another Disney Plus series? Yes, it is. Okay, I didn't hear. I didn't know that. So yeah, there's a, there's a few more like Disney Plus series we're getting, like Miss Marvel, Moon Knight. Um, there's a whole there's a whole mess. Like we can do some googling later, but it's I'm just I'm so down for like whatever they're doing, and like I just love this genre so much. What a time to be alive, hey? Well, like, as a kid, right? Like, I never thought to, like, like you wouldn't... Like, these movies weren't even, like, an idea for me. Like, it was always oh, cartoons no. and comic books. And, like, like yeah, we saw Batman and Superman, and they were, like, all right. like the, But, like, yeah. they weren't, like... They weren't perfect either. Lou Ferrigno was perfect, but whatever. You're so old. <laughs> <laughs> the old Hulk man that's all I had as a kid and there was some kind of weird show I remember where Captain America was in it as well yeah he had a and he had like the rings on his silver helmet what's that sorry no yeah he shows up in Hulk and also Thor shows up in Hulk and Iron Man shows up yeah. it was in like a big like tube <laughs> yeah it's been a while but I remember that's all we had yeah and like you said the old Superman movies the Batman movies and then it was nothing and then finally, Iron Man came out, and it was like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Really? Okay, yeah. And then you start watching. By the like, way, how is that your reaction movie. to Robert Downey Jr.? He's one of the finest actors of all time, and he was perfectly cast. Like, like I don't get like when fans get upset at casting because these are yeah. actors. Like, they're <laughs> gonna act. Like, like, and 
like, but I was a big Robert Downey Jr. guy. Like Chaplin was the shit. Even him and U.S. Marshals is amazing. Uh, throw him, like, yeah, he had his moments. He did, he did some like shit love stories as well. Him and Ally McBeal was really good. There's this movie he's in with uh, Charles Grodin, and like, there's five ghosts, and he's the only one that can see him, and he ha- has to help them get back to like their like their their normal lives or something. It, I can't remember the name of this movie is, but I remember loving it. And he's in that too. Like, I don't know. Huh. Uh, he's just an amazing. I, I think he's just amazing. And he could probably play the shark from Jaws if he wanted to. At the time of uh, Iron Man going into it, I didn't love him. But after Iron Man and everything since, I love the guy. And I'm sure if I went back now and watched the stuff prior, I would love yeah. it as well. Yeah, I, I, I never have this like negative attitude towards casting. I can't, I, I don't have it. Like I go, I can't wait to see it. I'm just, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Like when, when Heath Ledger was announced as the Joker, the internet went nuts. They shat on yeah, him. That's silly. Shat on him. <laughs> and like, like how it used to be is that like, you didn't like find out until like a trailer was dropped. Like, like in the like eighties and nineties, yeah. like you didn't know Jack Nicholson was playing the Joker until a, a Batman trailer actually came out. Unless you lived in Hollywood or read the Variety magazine or something like that. Or uh, I don't even know if E.T. was around at the time, to be honest with you. But I don't even know either, actually. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's a funny thing when people get pissed about that. And it's weird. Like, if you don't like an actor in one thing, it doesn't mean you're not going to like them in another thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Their whole job is to act. And if you hate something that someone's been in, you might hate the director. You might not hate the actor. You just haven't realized that yet. Oh, it's yeah, it's. I, I think we all just need to like hear some news, take a deep breath, and just like, all right, well now let's wait. Or you know what? Don't tell us these things anymore. Stop it. Yeah, let it be like, a surprise. Yeah, let it be a surprise. Like when they announced Ben Affleck as Batman. Everyone went apeshit again. And I gotta tell you, he's one of the best <laughs> Batmans I've ever seen. I will I will die on this hill. Yeah, I was ready. Yeah, I I'm super down with Ben Affleck. Like I didn't even think he did a bad Daredevil. I didn't think it was a shit movie. Like the director's cut. No, I liked it the, when I was a kid. Yeah, if you watch that director's cut, it is a fucking pimp movie. Yeah. Like, you know, know. Uh, Jersey Girl, like every Kevin Smith thing that yeah. had Ben Affleck in it fucking gold yeah Actually, you know what be- I mean yeah because of Kevin Smith movies I watched Phantoms because Ben Affleck is the bomb in Phantoms and I gotta <laughs> tell you Ben Affleck is the fucking bomb in Phantoms like yeah. I'm ashamed I've never actually seen Phantoms it's a it's an interesting flick it's a I wanted to watch it just because of the Kevin Smith drop too but I never yeah. found it yeah I watched it online like years ago and yeah if you find it I say give it a watch because it is oh, well. Yeah, it's a it's a cool little horror movie that you don't expect to enjoy. Huh. I'm very far behind on Kevin Smith's uh stuff right now too. Like haven't seen Yoga Hosers. Red State, didn't he have something to do with that movie? Yeah, he wrote and directed Red State. I have all these movies, so if you ever want to come to Montreal and watch them with me, or uh when I come out to Edmonton soon, I'll uh, bring them and we'll have like a Kevin Smith non VSQ movie night. So we'll watch uh Red State, That'd we'll be watch hot. Tusk, and we'll watch Yoga Hosers. Tusk, I'm a little worried about because of how fucked up I've heard it is. Oh, it but... is. It is such a cool movie. Like, like I is it? 
it, like I really like what they did and they had like a small budget and I like this story. Other people find like I don't know, people find any reason to hate a thing. But it was like the the premise is Justin Long goes to Canada, gets kidnapped and gets surgically turned into a walrus. So right off the bat, it's already a yeah. fucked up idea. And then you see this visually <laughs> happen and he's made out of like other human skin like there's a fucking ear on the yeah, back I've of the head like and like a face portions of it and it seemed really fucked uh honestly man it's it's a cool watch like i'll be i'll be it's down hard. to like like we'll watch these movies together and then we can talk about it like i'm super da- i'm super keen on it so i have a question of the day for you yeah we kind of we you kind of inadvertently touched on one thing that I think will classify as answering this question, your nacho uh, rant. So I wanted to ask you, what are some of Thomas's biggest pet peeves, big and small? Okay, the biggest pet peeve I have is wet shoes, wet footwear. Yeah, like if I have to work in the rain, and like my boots are wet or something like that, I become so fucking miserable like i talked was talking about it with my buddy addy today or like this week because we've had some like rainy days i hate rainy uh shoes actually speaking of this i have this quick little story about this stupid thing i did and i'd love to tell you um so uh last week it fucking torrential downpoured um as you know i'm like doing like uh, cutting grass landscaping and stuff and so because the windows were open yeah I go to the Jeep, turn it on, close the windows, and then I go back out to see if Addy needs help. And I take the key out, I put it back. Like I just, I left it in the car because we always leave it in the car. Yeah. And then I close the door and I go and see if he needs any help. I didn't realize that once you turn on the car, the Jeep's locked automatically. <laughs> so there we are in this fucking torrential <laughs> downpour. Rain's pouring on us. We go to like the house we're working on to the backyard and like hide under some trees. Yeah, he's trying to like my phone is locked in the Jeep, so I, I can't use it to call somebody. Uh, his dad has like the spare to the Jeep, but he can't because it's so wet, he can't access the screen uh, <laughs> to his phone. So, like, what he does is he unbuttons his pants, and like the only thing that's dry on is boxers, so he tries to like clean the uh, uh, like wipe the screen on there. But in that process, he broke the top button of his pants. And so now the top button of his pants are broken and gone. We still can't get his phone to work. Um, huh. Although he's wearing like oh this like, Bluetooth like headset. And he, he found out like if you can, if you hit the call button, it'll call the last person you called. And that was another coworker of ours. So called him to call his dad to come and unlock the Jeep. This whole process looked like, 15 to 20 minutes of just like torrential downpour <laughs> and i was soaked so like all of this like it was just bad that but is ridiculous yeah and what day because... did this happen on sorry when did this happen uh like not this past thursday but like the thursday before or something like that maybe wednesday it was just nice. like and then like you're like then i'm soaked for like the rest of the day and then it started to get nicer and then it like started raining again, and it was just like a whole bunch of like, you know what? Fuck this. It was just yeah. That's fucking awesome. And it's really fucking funny that you say this because this is one part of my vacation that I left out. We'll get back to the pet peeves in a quick sec. Yeah. 
It's the exact same fucking thing happened to me last week. We went into a task win to get some uh, groceries needed for the lake because we'd already run out of some of the supplies that we brought out there. Anyways, we get into a task win. We go to Walmart. It's fucking like plus 35 out still. We do all the grocery shopping. I'm in the lineup to pay. There's a pretty fair size lineup. Crystal's like, I'm going to run to the flower department. I want There's a few flower pots out there that are empty. I want to put some flowers in it for my dad. So whatever. She runs off to the flower department, buys the flowers, goes to the car, puts the flowers in the trunk, sets her keys down in the trunk while placing the flowers in the trunk and slams her fucking trunk. So I come out of Walmart with a fucking full grocery cart and she's standing there like, I locked my fucking keys in the car. And I'm like, what the f- like, what the fuck do you mean you locked the goddamn keys in the car? Like, it's plus fucking 35 out here. She's like, she just immediately was pissed off at me because I reacted in a poor way. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was plus 35 out. <clears throat> so she's like, let's go back in the store. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking go in the store. I'm going to sit out here in the heat with the groceries. She found a tow truck. And called, they said about 80, 80 minutes to 90 minutes for the tow truck to come to get her keys out. Yeah. So she phoned, thank God Uncle John answered and her spare keys were at the lake. So then John had to drive 30 minutes from the lake to come and rescue us. I stood outside the whole time because I was like a mix between hot, pouting and angry. And <laughs> even though it wasn't Crystal's fault, of course, we like well, we're having such well, a night. Nice- Having such a nice morning. Uh, I don't. I I know that me locking the keys in the Jeep was my fault. That's what I'm going to say. That was my yeah, fault. For sure. That's that's what I'll say. <laughs> I, uh, but good on Uncle John. Hero as usual. Yeah. I can't wait to actually he physically came... meet this man one day. Yeah, it'll be fun. You know, he lives really close to you. Where does he live? Boston. I mean, it's not like down the like street. Like three hours. Yeah, it's like well, a four hour. Three, four hours, right? Yeah, it's like a four hour uh, drive, actually. A one hour flight? Yeah. Well, when the, world, uh, yeah. when the world opens up, maybe I'll go down to Boston and me and Uncle John could go catch a Red Sox game. I uh, ship, got him to ship the chips, so... You'll be getting a knock on your day on your door one day, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, hi, I'm here to stay for the next three days. What's yeah. going on? I'm looking like, for Who the fuck are you? I am looking for my uncle John. <laughs> yeah. I was saying he's gonna do that to you, is the funny part. Uh he'll have to find me. He has your address. Yeah, temporary, temporarily. Yeah, yeah, for now, for now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Pet peeves. Thomas's pet peeves. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, wet shoes is number one, uh, followed by unnecessary hatred of stuff. Really fucking bothers me. Yeah. Like, just like the people that just go, that sucks, and they don't really have a follow up point. Like, it's just, I don't have your own opinion. Don't like things all you want, but if you can't like back up why, like then I think you just think you're better than most things, and that bothers me. Like, and also ruins mm-hmm. like how I would view a person. So there's that. Um, and also, like, I don't like it. Like, 
let's say I'm working on a computer and someone's like right over my shoulder, like watching what I'm doing or just like there, like, yeah. don't be, don't be here. Like, just be over there. If you have any questions, ask me, like, talk to me face to face, but like to be <laughs> here drives me up a wall. You know, um, like hovers or sidlers. Yeah. Like don't like, if I hear, if I feel your breath against my neck and you're not cutting my hair, we have an issue. <laughs> Yeah, so I hate that in lineups like pre COVID, more so during COVID when you're in a lineup and someone's like fucking breathing, you can almost feel their breath. Yeah, hitting the back of your head. Yeah, I'll like stand there and stretch. I'll stretch my neck by shooting my head backwards very forcefully. And it's never happened where they've been in the path of my head. But if they got hit in the face with my head, I'd be like, oh shit, sorry. I didn't realize you were standing that close to me. Why the fuck were you standing that close to me? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like it is like uh, like standing in lineups. Like I I've always been that way. Like I've never been the one to be like, let me inch as close to this person as as possible. So everyone knows that I'm next in line. Like I've never been that guy. Yeah. But um well, yeah, uh, that's those are some of like those are my top three off the top of my head. What do you piece. find like really fucking annoying? Like if you're in the room with someone else and they're doing something and that something is like fucking annoying the shit out of you. What is that thing? Talking to me during a movie. Yeah, I. It like if I'm watching a movie I haven't seen before and you're watching it with me and you start asking me questions, know that I don't know the answer. I'm watching it with you too. Um, that is literally the worst because also while you're talking, they're still talking and giving information about this movie. <laughs> I feel like you're describing every man and every relationship in the whole world right now. I'm doing my very best to not actually say that. <laughs> i dated a girl when i was living in edmonton and like all she loved to do was just ask questions about this fucking movie and then shit on acting while the movie's happening i'm gonna is it not like is it okay that i enjoy this like yeah shut up like <laughs> i just like you care about this person but also like why do you got to make this worse for me? Like, this is like, do you get joy in me not enjoying this? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, for sure. I, like, I was watching uh, It chapter, the first It once at her place, yeah. and she uh, was doing a puzzle. And I'm not sure if you ever done a puzzle with another person. That too is also one of the most annoying things in the world is building a puzzle <laughs> with someone. So I elected not to do that. And I said, I just got this movie. So cool that I watch it. And she's like, yeah, cool. I'm doing my puzzle. And the whole fucking time, she's just taking shots at the movie and like, oh, look at that wig. It's not even a good way. Like, is it not okay that I enjoy something? Can I please just have this? Like, no one, no one is bothering you. Like, literally no one. Like, do your puzzle. I'm Like, you have the whole table. Like, no one is in your space. But somehow me enjoying a thing isn't good. Definitely um, not cool. So, like, I guess that, but like, most, like, I'm actually pretty chill with like most things. And like, if you are doing something annoying in the room while I'm there, then I'll just go somewhere else, to be honest. Like, I'm not, 
Like I, I don't have it in me to be like, hey, asshole, the fuck. Although <laughs> if you're doing something weird, I would be like, hey, what are you doing? What's what's the meaning of this? It's like sibling things, you know what I mean? Like me yeah. being the youngest and having like no chance at fighting Joshua Jen for many years. Yeah. I could sit there and get to them psychologically. Yeah. By so making Mich- like a noise. So Michelle wasn't necessarily like that. Um she would like I I have a story I can tell you off the off off air because it's not too PC, but like but Michelle was actually always like really good with that. Like she, she didn't have like annoying habits really. I'm sure she bothered me some way or another. Cause we are siblings, but like, I couldn't, I don't have like a story to just give you right now of like how my kid sister was. annoying. I'm sure I annoyed her more because that's just who I am as an individual. Probably. Yeah. Like, I remember once, like when I first got my license, I drove her to, to the movie theater and she got out at the front I rolled down the window and yelled, bye, Michelle, love you. Don't do drugs. And then like, just like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But there was like, there's just that kind of shit. Yeah. That's nothing too bad. Yeah, I so mean, like, yeah. when I say psychological warfare, like there's little things like I know, for example, with Crystal, it bothers her at times when her, people are eating and their lips are like really smacking together. You know what I mean? You know the sound I'm talking about. Yeah, I, that would drive me up a fucking wall too. So sometimes when we're sitting in the room and it's just the two of us and I want to get her attention, instead of just being like, hey babe, I'll stare at her while she's watching TV and slowly start going <laughs> over and over again <laughs> at, in intervals of like 25 seconds until she like immediately turns turns to me and is like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, oh, baby, hi. I was wondering. And she, it's Why a great is way of- this lady marrying you? She has so much patience. <laughs> Every single time you bring up a crystal story, it's like another reason why she shouldn't marry you. I'm just as dear endearing as fuck is what all I can say. She, <laughs> she loves me and she knows it's all in good fun, but it's just funny with situations like that where it's, I don't know. It keeps things interesting too. Nobody wants to be like dull and boring all the time. You know what I mean? I want to oh, make yeah. people laugh. And yeah, who wants one of those boring relationships where you just respect your partner's like joys and pet peeves by not doing them? You know what? I love this person enough to go. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and it's good to be obnoxious. It's not even a fuck you. It's just that pay attention to me, and then she does, and yeah. then I stop doing it. But I know it's fun. Like that's funny, man. That's actually really funny. Uh, what are you some gotta your... push each other? Yeah, you, you do. I I think you're allowed to be like annoying when you're like really close to somebody. Like it's like that's what friendship and relationships are. Is like I'm kind of allowed to be a dick to this person. I love this person. Well, it's enough. like you've said with your. Be- you brought it up a bunch with your best friends. How you're like, fuck you, piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's important to be able to. Obviously, you would never talk to your significant other that way but a best friend like you just develop relationships in that way i yeah i agree it's just a fun thing to do where you just like have this person you're like well i can just kind of fuck with this person as much as i want but it's also vice versa like i'm also like that's one thing i really like about myself is like as much as i can dish it out i can fucking take it too it's not like yeah no me too and if someone's like trying to annoy me i don't get like 
butthurt about it you know what i mean like especially with my woman i'm not like yeah oh you know that fucking sound annoys me but you know i'm completely flexible with all that kind of stuff because it's fun to josh around with people Hmm. you know what i mean and it's go taking things places you wouldn't normally take them just to get a laugh out of someone is it's what i do yeah i I get that i'm all for that i'm all for that i like making people laugh even if it's through obnoxiousness so aside from like waking up early what's one of your big pet peeves well i'm not like lineups i'm not a huge fan of standing in long painful lineups for something like example costco not a huge fan of standing in line at costco and worse like big pet peeve beyond standing in line is when someone cuts in line in front of you because they think their shit's more important than your shit that is a huge pet peeve of mine have you ever like given someone the business for trying to attempt such a fucking maneuver Oh, have I ever, Thomas? <laughs> so it started back in 2000. <laughs> when I worked at 7-Eleven when I was 18, I had the conversation with grown-ass men who could beat me to a bloody pulp and was like, hey, buddy, did you miss the first day of kindergarten when they taught you how to fucking stand in a line? The lineup starts back there. Get back there. And like talking to these guys, they could just, they could kill me. They could, But I was so passionate about it that I was willing to die for that and people that were in line that got cut in front of were always super appreciative and the guy would either go back to the back of the line or walk out of the store and be like fuck you you know what i mean and either way it didn't bother me but your shit's not more important than her shit and so i would never stand for that there is one place where i think it is acceptable behavior to just kind of like go back to the front of the line and it is at fast food restaurants wherein you got your food but you were supposed to get like a sauce or something with your food and they didn't provide you with that. Then I think this is the only time where it is acceptable for you to be like, Hey man, you just didn't give me my sauce. And then like, that can be like, that is the only place where I deem it acceptable for you, for for you to get cutsies. Yeah. That isn't cutting in line though. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's not cutting in line though, because you have, a placeholder there to ensure that your men that your order has been correctly given to you there's a time you know what i mean like like you said that's a fair play i would have no issues with that and i never have yeah. like yeah buddy like they fucked you on your mcchicken sauce go get your mcchicken sauce i'm never gonna stop that but yeah but because like there's like a, also like a time frame like you got your food you bring it to the table you're like ah fuck me they forgot this and then that is like that's where i think it's acceptable for you to be like Cutsies, but I guess you're right. It's not necessarily cutsies. There's like a a window of I just a grace period. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I had uh, we were at Costco. We were at Costco shopping one time, and a guy with a full cart cut in front of the lady that was in front of us, and she wasn't about to say anything about it because she was like afraid or something. And I'd already been standing in line for like a half an hour by this point and was fucking pissed. And so when the guy cut in front of the lady, I looked at Crystal and was like, I'm going to kill this fucking guy. And so I started to like fume and my face got red and I turned to the guy. I was like, hey, and like, just as I said, I didn't even get a full word out. Crystal grabbed me and was like, don't ruin Christmas because it was at Christmas time. And I was like, gonna start a fight with the guy. I was like, he was probably like. 
48 year old cranky looking guy who was just like my shit's more important than your shit and i was like Mm-mm. But see that's something i stand with you on like had we been standing together for that i would have been like fucking tell him like i'm if yeah. you not, i will like costco is a fucking hellscape i'm pretty sure if there is hell that is where we all go <laughs> it's fucking costco. it makes sense because there's awesome shit there but, but it, on the long run you just it sucks the life out of you yeah <laughs> so that's where i stand on that uh it, it's fucking unbelievable that place but like at the same time it's a necessary evil but i also find oh, yeah. like, i love costco people don't abide by the geneva convention at fucking costco like like there's certain rules that I feel are are you know worldwide when it comes to shopping and it's well if I'm gonna go stop somewhere to go look for something I'm gonna be out of the fucking way and at Costco that is just not the case I have like <laughs> the amount of times I've seen like a family of seven just walking as a family unit like a brick wall down an aisle I go who taught you how to like travel in public like, you think you can just take up the whole laneway like what is going on here and then yeah, oh, but I on top like, of that and walk slowly you can go fuck yourself that's where i stand on that i feel like exactly the same way you do i go like punisher level revenge on these people when they block the aisle one person one cart they block the whole fucking aisle you can fit three carts through there so i've picked up something that my buddy brandon does and he told me about i will get past them I will go about five feet in front of them. I will turn my cart sideways and I will block their path until they have to ask me and say, excuse me. I'll stare at a lampshade. I don't give a shit. I'm completely oblivious. You already fucked me in this. I don't do this every single time, but I do this sometimes. I'll pull ahead of them, stand there, stare at the lampshade and they come over, try and get by. Excuse me. Excuse me. And I'm like, no fucking response. Third, excuse me. I'm like, oh, are you talking? to me oh sorry about that i hate it when i accidentally get in people's way and i'll let them carry on with their day from that point but yeah so funny i'm like the punisher of shopping so fucking petty but i love it you have to man like i I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these people it's like you said who taught you your fucking shopping cart etiquette i get so fired up about that kind of thing no i'm huge on shopping cart etiquette why do you seem like you're in a mood no, no, yeah. I am huge on shopping cart etiquette. Like, it, like, yeah. honestly, it's like the Wild West out there. You, you like, you got to abide by the fucking rules. We're all in For this sure. together. This is what separates us from the animals. Do not waver from this. It's, uh, it's no, it's true. Um, another quick thing that, uh, that I have a pet peeve on, and I, if, if you dog ear books, especially books I lend you, you're a fucking psychopath <laughs> and a terrible person. <laughs> Let me give you a piece of advice here. Never, ever borrow a book to Kieran. Yeah, he dog ears. He fucking destroys the book, gives it back. There's like a toonie sized piece left of the cover. And you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck did you do to my book? It was brand fucking new when I bought it to you. He's like, oh, like I had it in my work van. I take it the shitter with me. I like, And you're like, dude, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Never you're buying borrow me that a new copy. Book. Yeah, you're buying me a new book. Yeah. You have no idea. He's like the worst with books. Yeah, no, I had an ex and I had like the like the Harry Potter series. She dog-eared every single one of them <laughs> and I drove me fucking nuts. I'm just like, why are you ruining the integrity of the pages? It's not yours. It's not fucking yours. Why are you doing yeah. that? And super unnecessary. Oh, and just rude. Like, just the audacity of just 
treating yeah. something that isn't yours like that like I mean, I kind of have like a no lending policy unless like I really know the person and like know we're going to be Me cool too. about it. But fuck, yeah. like that, like that almost ruined the relationship like then and there where like you yeah. dog ear books that aren't yours. If it's your book. Yeah, that's really, fuck, if it's yours, that's really psycho it. shit. Do whatever you want if it's yours. But if you're yeah. borrowing someone's book, use a fucking bookmark, you psychopath. A hundred percent. That is psychopathic shit right there. Sociopathic, even one might say. Yeah. You're probably right. It's funny you mentioned that. Like it's funny I mentioned what? When it comes to borrowing people things, I definitely agree with you. I've always had a tight circle. And it started, I think, with like DVDs, because there's a certain people you borrow a DVD DVD to, you come it comes back, you can never watch it again because it's fucking destroyed. So you get your like tight circle of people that you know you can borrow shit back and forth with, which is nice. Yeah, no, I, I refuse to like if you if you and I are an acquaintance or you are a uh, 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 like dating a friend of mine, like you're not fucking borrowing my shit. If I mention something that I have and you want to watch it, go get it on your fucking own. Um, no, if you're not like one of like the five individuals I have pre-screened and is is a okay with, then no. <laughs> Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. It's hard to go down that road with people. And you know what, too? Like, it kind of shows you something. If you give someone something of yours, a a possession of yours, how they treat that possession might be an indication of how that relationship might go down the road. Yeah. And like, the yeah, there was a few red flags there that I should have like tuned into. But, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. Um, Love. Yeah, I guess uh, it's my turn to recommend something this week. And uh, I'm not going to lie, like, I tried to prepare for this. I've been wrapping my head around something all week for you to do. And I couldn't, like, really think of anything, like, super cool or anything like that. But I think I just go back to basics. And then um, I want you to listen to um, Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon, parts one, two, and three. I know it's three albums, but fuck. Like, I would love to hear your thoughts on the, these albums. So the guy's name is Kid Cuddy. And what is Moon? What did you say? Man on the Moon. Okay. Parts one, two, and three. So full disclosure, I have never listened to Kid Cuddy before. I don't, I've heard the name, but I don't know his music at all. Yeah. So maybe I've heard it on the radio and I just don't know. So it's it'll be a new discovery for me. I'll give it a go. Perfect. I'm super down for you to enjoy. I'm it. alone for the weekend so I can crank that shit and have at her. Just have a fucking time. This might one of these uh, times where you want to light up one of your jazz cigarettes and just enjoy. Hmm. I might just look into that. Yeah. Hmm. One of those, a uh, <laughs> little bit of the devil's, devil's lettuce, as it were. Yeah, I'll talk to. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see what I can do, or I'll get shittered by myself and just fucking crank that. I don't know. Maybe I have a few drinks. I might have a few drinks tonight solo. There you go. Treat yourself, buddy. Treat yourself. Yeah, it's fun to do that from time to time. Listen to some tunes and just be in your own jive. Yeah, no, it's one of my favorite all-time albums of just like chill, uh, chill music. Like, 
I'm not like when I was a in my earlier 20s I used to be like a little bit more of a stoner I'm not really much at all anymore um but like to play those albums like the, the first two the third one's recent but those two albums and you just cruise around when you have like a little bit of a a nice little marijuana buzz going it's one of the most chill things in the fucking world you're giving me a half-baked vibe right now great have you ever listened to kid cuddy Hmm. but have you ever listened to kid cuddy on weed (laughs) it's just one it's just chill music man it's just chill music yeah i like chill music yeah so i think that wraps up this week's episode what do you think sean i think so good sir i think so well, from all of us here at Two Sides of the Story, I'm Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. I'm Sean Sides, and this has been Another Side of the Story. Have a great week, everybody. Have a great week. Live long and prosper. Two Sides of the Story Two Sides of the Story Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.